It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, You Could Win Somewhere Else. And our scripture reference is taken from John chapter 6, verses 25 through 35. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. There's a ministry quip you should know. It's an evangelism warning worth considering. It says that what you win them with is what you win them to. Did you know there are churches who give away TVs, money, and cars on Easter Sunday? Far be it from me to criticize their approach, my heart tells me those churches want people to know Jesus. How do they do that? Entice them to show up to a worship service by offering a chance to win. When they don't, well, at least you have the chance to offer them a consolation prize, albeit an eternal one. Again, I don't want to suggest those churches are doing anything evil. In fact, my wife has half-joked many times that she might hit up one of those churches for Easter. After winning a car, there'll be plenty of time to celebrate Jesus' resurrection with the family. My oldest child came home from a youth activity at a local church that does this. Imagine our surprise when she dragged a 50-inch TV through the door one night. Still, that warning lingers. I relate it to what we repeat to young people who attend camp. Camps and retreats offer sometimes literal mountaintop experiences. Of course, we want to keep those feelings. Like Peter on the Transfiguration Mountain, we'd like to pitch a tent and make the moment last. But the spirit is not bound to three-day weekends and no internet access dorm rooms. Whether we're new to the faith or consider ourselves seasoned saints, the warning is for us all. When we're not careful, we act just like the 5,000 or so people Jesus fed. We want more of what we ate. Jesus could tell those people wanted to make him king by force. The day after the glorious feeding, they came looking for more. Not more of Jesus. As far as Jesus was concerned, they came because they were hungry again. The fish was good. They didn't deny that when he confronted them. And our Lord's words to them speak to us as well. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. Amen to that. Let's be truthful, though. It's hard to turn back from what you've been working on for so long. And we've all done a lot of perishable working. Does that mean we're doomed to futile work? Of course not. Jesus didn't say we were hopeless. He did present a choice. What are we going to work for? The people kind of responded well. They asked, what sign are you going to give us then so that we may see it and believe you? They wanted to believe, but it's painfully obvious they hadn't been paying attention. Good thing we aren't as dense, right? 
When I preach, when I prepare a Bible study, or even write a devotion, please know I'll never offer you a free TV. Jesus is all I can give you. I'll teach you what he can do for you, but emphasize what he's already done for you. Which means, if you keep coming back to read or listen, you know it's Jesus you want. Stay blessed.